there, lovebirds. This is Atan. And Lindsay. We are two wedding professionals, each with a different area of expertise. Together, we have over 30 years of combined experience in the wedding industry. We're here to give you some of our best tips, tricks, wedding day hacks, and share our greatest successes and worst horror stories. We'll also be interviewing some of the best wedding vendors that we've had the pleasure of partnering with. So grab something old. And something new. It's time to listen to your, your I, I Do, do crew. crew. Happy Wedding Wednesday, and welcome to episode 47 of Your I Do Crew. Today we're interviewing Nicole D'Onofrio, the Director of Sales at The Rooster Tail, one of Detroit's premier wedding and event specialty locations. Nicole is full of great information and tips when it comes to venue selection when you're planning your wedding. But before we get into the episode, I have a favor to ask. We're coming up on our one-year anniversary of publishing the podcast, and we've got a lot of amazing things planned for the next year. We're going to be announcing a lot of those on our one-year anniversary episode, which is coming out on October 10th. But a big part of our goals for next year is increasing our listener base by getting more subscribers. And you can help us out by leaving us a rating and review on iTunes. So if you haven't done that yet, I'd ask that you pause the podcast right now and go to iTunes or the Apple Podcast app and leave us an honest rating and review. Like we've always said, we love to get your feedback and we want you to be honest. That's really the best way for us to find out what our listeners really want and so we can keep bringing you the best tips and stories. And if you've already left us a review, thank you so much. We truly appreciate it. And now, without any further ado... Venue Planning 101 with Nicole D'Onofrio of Rooster Tail Detroit. So we, so we want to start off, we start off with all of our guests by having you tell us a little bit about yourself, kind of your background, you know, I, first and foremost, I guess your position, how you are in the wedding industry, and then tell us how you got into that position, and then a little bit about your, um, excuse me, since you're a venue coordinator, tell us a little bit about the venue. Sure. sure. So... I would say it really started way back when growing up being half Italian, half Portuguese and having that like home, food, beverage, party, being togetherness. And it kind of just took off from there. So, you know, being in charge of things in high school, putting people together and then in college, realizing it could be an actual degree and an actual like life career was pretty exciting. Um, from there, I actually worked at a like private olive oil company and did their events and then went into the hotel industry um, doing like front desk and catering. And that was all in California where, where I grew up and then decided to make the move, um, you know, 2000 miles away to Detroit, Michigan, uh, which is exciting. It's very up and coming. And there I met a venue, which is called the Rooster Tail and it's all private events, family owned and operated. And it's a standalone venue, which is pretty unique. Most venues are with somehow attached to like a hotel or a, vet, a concert venue, yeah. something like that. So it's kind of of unique with like the history of Motown Mondays and like Detroit and, and Motown music in general. So 
that's definitely an interesting concept. And, and they are my actual title. Title is director of sales. So not only are we selling, but we're also executing events. So it's mm-hmm. kind of a unique position to be there from literally start when you take that first phone call or email to the finish when, you know, I'm personally walking the bride and groom and their families out the door, making sure they leave safely. So it's a very all the way through process. Cool. That's awesome. Like the, it's, it's very holistic and it is really unique that you have that type of event and Detroit is kind of an up and coming spot. Now I know that obviously Detroit made national news a few years ago because of the, the city declaring bankruptcy and all that. Yeah. So you think that D- Detroit is kind of back. It's more like a rising star now. 100%. Um, I, my dad's from Detroit, so we would always come, you know, back to Michigan from California to visit. And I remember 08 and the recession and, and seeing the city kind of like fall apart, which, which was heartbreaking, right? It was like our summer mm-hmm. area. And then coming back years later, you know, um, now I'm 26 and, and to see all of this, it's amazing. Like new restaurants popping up and new places all the time. Actually, the last two Fridays, I was able to go to opening nights of brand new bars and restaurants and, and nightclubs. And I don't know that that's happening everywhere else in the world where you're bringing together like, honestly, like world-class chefs and, and just different groups of people and music. And it's very inclusive and you learn a lot about like different cultures and, and religions. And I, I love it. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. That sounds really amazing. Uh, and, and you're perfectly poised to take advantage of that sort of that cultural uh, groundswell being there and uh, the rooster tail like you said being a unique standalone event because yeah i've you know definitely seen convention centers or, right. or hotels but having a standalone event venue is very very cool so do you do you mostly do weddings there or do you do all sorts of things sure so we we really will do any type of event you could do an event for mm. two people um you could do an event for you know 1500 it, it's up to you oh, wow. on yeah i mean we can use the whole building and create different spaces which is kind of where that like fun and creativity comes around like we're not mm-hmm. we're not necessarily super corporate red tape where you have to go through higher ranks to to get these complicated answers it's it's all family owned and operated so it's very much mm-hmm. like using creative ideas and seeing what we can all come up with because the family's been in the industry, you know, 60 years is what we're celebrating this year. So you, they've seen wow. a lot, awesome. a lot, right. They've seen a lot of things in their time. Yeah. So family, family owned and operated, that is really cool because mm-hmm. you have that, that closeness of, like you said, it's not corporate. There's no red tape. There's no, right. uh, you know, policies and procedures from six levels above you that you've got to hold to. Right. That's really neat. So now has the family owned the rooster tail for, for that many years? Yes. Yep. Built it up. Wow. Yeah. I know. Isn't that oh incredible? Gosh. And again, going back to 60 years in Detroit, that, that really mm-hmm. is a big deal to go through everything the city's been through. And, and Motown Mondays was a big deal back then because as crazy as it sounds, right, back, back in the day, it was more of this like racial, uh, you know, I'm going to say issue mm-hmm. where you would allow mm-hmm. blacks and whites together. And, and we were doing that and we were doing it with music mm-hmm. and, and nightclubs and food and beverage. And like, I think that goes back to like the love of, 
you know, bringing people together through food, beverage, and music. It's amazing yeah. what you can see happen. And that kind of goes back to like the different types of events we do, whether it's weddings or, or proms or social or corporate or conferences. You can do any type of event and bring all different types of people together. And it's amazing. Cool. That's awesome. So, so if folks want to get a look at the venue to heat, to kind of get an idea of, you know, what type of events and, and how that can look, well, where can they check out pictures of the rooster tail? Sure. So on our website, we do have some photos, but even better would be Facebook, Instagram. It's definitely more up to date mm. as it's happening. We love Facebook mm-hmm. and Instagram stories too. So live moments yeah. happening. <laughs> Yeah. So um, if they just search Rooster Tail Detroit, then they'll find you. Yes. Thank you. Yep. Rooster Tail Detroit. And it's thank you. It's actually all one word. So rooster like the animal tail T-A-I-L. <laughs> one word. <laughs> okay, cool. Excellent. Rooster Tail Detroit. I like it. Very neat. Very neat. I did not know that it was all one word. So I appreciate the clarification. Yeah, it happens. It happens often where people separate it, but actually all one word, kind of like that spray of water, right? It's one fluid motion. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Cool. <laughs> awesome. Well, so you are, are coming in as our expert venue coordinator and you had a lot of tips. You sent us, and, you know, I'm, so I'm scrolling on my phone thinking, holy cow, how are we going to fit these in? And I obviously we're gonna have to split it into two episodes, but I don't think people will mind that to have two sure. amazing yeah. episodes oh, you know, as they're planning their wedding to, to come from somebody uh, who, who's as knowledgeable as you are. So, uh, so we kind of wanted to give you the floor and, and let you kind of tell us what your best ideas are for when you're working with couples who are, who are planning their wedding, what, what should their first concern be when they're meeting with venues or when they're even before they're meeting, when they're looking for venues? Sure. Um, it, it might sound simple, but, but nailing down basic details. So guest list is really, excuse me, really important. You just writing them down and getting it on an Excel sheet. I always tell my couples just do it on Google Excel because anyone Mm -hmm. can go in and edit that from anywhere in the world. So you need to do your list. Um, your fiance needs to do their list. The parents need to do theirs, get it all on there because before you know it, you'll have to add a column for addresses and then you'll have to add a column for um, dietary restrictions and RSVPs and plus one. So just start that and make your life, make it easier um, for yourself Mm. and for everyone involved. So before you even pick your venue, you should know how many people you're inviting because that's going to really narrow down what what venues you look at. Correct. So you might want, you know, in the Detroit area, once you get over, I'm going to say 300, 400, 500 gas, you really have a limited amount of venues that you can even look at. Um, Whereas if your gas count is 50, you also have another unique situation where it's like, okay, are we looking at a restaurant or like a small private intimate space? And, and maybe they require a hundred people minimum. So knowing your number, is so much more important than I think people realize. And, and you might be able to add and take away from there, but knowing a base idea is very helpful. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what should their next step be? I would say date, and it's okay if you don't know an exact date, right? That's almost a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> that's a really good thing, yeah. And you guys know that too, right? It's like, oh, don't be too in love with one date, right? There's 
365 yeah, right. days in the year. <laughs> yeah. Well, because you need to decide where you're going to plant your flag. Because if you're planting yeah. your flag and this is the date, then you're going to really narrow down yeah. what venue and what professionals you can get. Mm -hmm. Or if you plant your flag and we want this venue, then you're going to narrow down your dates, especially if it's, you know, six months or a year ahead of time, unless you're booking two or three years out. You sure. Know. Sure. And I think for other, other vendors, like for you guys, it's, it's also probably tricky when they reach out, you know, anywhere from like nine months or so ahead of time. And I'm sure you guys are booking up Saturdays unbelievably quickly because that's, mm -hmm. that's the date that everyone wants <laughs> first. Yeah. So I think it's definitely helpful to have like a month and a year in mind and, and day, a day of a week because then you can kind of go from there. And if that's too oh, yeah. broad, then at least do a season because someone... Mm -hmm. You at least have a favorite season. Now, um, when you say a month and a year, how far ahead should they be thinking about this? Sure. 12 to 18 months out is pretty typical. Um, okay. It probably also depends, again, on the size and which venue you want. But I would mm -hmm. say 12 to 18 months is very usual for us. Okay. So they've got their, they've got their guest list. They've okay. got their, their date or a date range. <laughs> yeah. So then just, should they just start randomly calling venues or what do you sure. think? Um, I would recommend asking people around because word of mouth is huge. We find that reviews online are huge. So whether it's a Google search, like wedding venues near me or wedding venues in whichever city state you want to be in, but looking those things up, looking at their website, but also their social media. Um, also just asking for opinions and, and reviews is huge because those are the people giving who've had an experience there and then giving their direct feedback. And I'm sure you guys know this from research, but it says people will trust reviews sometimes more than they'll trust word of mouth. Yeah. 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 So oh, I would say looking there first and you're going to know your style, right? Like, are you a barn wedding? Mm -hmm. Or mm -hmm. you a waterfront venue or a hotel mm -hmm. wedding and you'll know from there where your feel and vibe is and then reaching out mm -hmm. whether it's a phone call it's an email I would say definitely phone or email is better versus walk-in because mm -hmm. you want to allow the venue to be prepared for you and put their best foot forward as well and, and yeah. impress you right you don't want to catch them off guard and you know they may be, be <laughs> cleaning up after one right. event or something like that <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Or maybe they had maybe they had prom last night. Yeah. And you walk in and yeah. think, this is too kitschy for my wedding. Like, well, no, no, no. This was a prom. This is yeah. different. Right. No, this is this is so true. Or, you know, it might be for us, it's a private event. So I know when we had like some of our mm. private corporate conferences and people would walk in and it's like, oh no, oh, this no. is this is like people from around the world here. Like, hold on. So always give them a heads up. Yeah, and a corporate conference is going to be a very different feel and a very different environment. And a couple's not going to get the feel that they want for their wedding day if they're walking to no. a you know a giant PowerPoint presentation. Right, that's not romantic. Exactly. No. Yeah. Exactly. So we want to we want to put our best foot forward for you as well. Yeah. You know, like I love to do champagne or like bottled water or sparkling water for my for my guests. And I think when you walk into a venue, I always tell my couples it's. It's like you, you know, and it's a feeling. So you knew when you mm -hmm. had to marry this person, it's going to be very similar when you find the venue that's right. 
Yeah, I like that. I, I, I really like that. That kind of settles in your heart. And- yeah, yeah, you really set the tone then and like the mood for everything. That's that's really cool. I feel mm-hmm. like that's really unique. Yeah. yeah, I don't hear a lot of those. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask, so we've heard from a lot of other vendors that they're getting more inquiries and bookings via Instagram. Now, as a venue, have hmm. you noticed that? Um, I would say personally, not directly from Instagram. I think people might find us and view photos on there. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's interesting. I think I would love to get to that level. Mm-hmm. Not yet there. Okay. Yeah, that was uh, we were at the Knot Workshop recently, and they were saying that your your social media game must be on point, which uh, obviously running gag on the podcast that mine is not <laughs> anywhere on point. Mine is very very dull. Um, however, <laughs> yeah, okay. But when okay, you so, when you so do they've... when you do post, I feel like it's very it's very you. It's very authentic, and that's what people that's what people love, right? That's why they choose you as a vendor. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, the authenticity. Yeah, yeah. Couples want vendors to be authentic. They yeah. don't want them to be putting on a show. They want to know what they're going to get when they book that, whether it's a venue or a photographer, efficient DJ, what have you. Yes, I agree with that. They want to see you, whether it's, you know, a little bit deeper, which is why, like, I personally created my professional Instagram. Like, you know, here's the venue and here's here's my twist on it. Right. And you can mm-hmm. you can appreciate that and and want to have something like it or or it might not be the best fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. So, so they've contacted you to come and see the venue. They're, they're having bottled water and champagne and yeah. falling in love with the venue. So, <laughs> yes. so what's the next thing that, that the couple's thinking about at that point or that they should be thinking about? Sure. So lining up your finances or whoever is going to maybe be helping you, you know, money is always that like kind of difficult conversation, but if you never have it, mm-hmm. um, that's not helping anyone. So right. looking and knowing what the deposits are ahead of time might be beneficial. Mm-hmm. Um, I know ours is 3000 to hold a date in a space. I, in the Detroit area, I would say that's pretty common anywhere from maybe two to 5,000. Um, but having that ready, whether it's a credit card or, or cash or check, knowing that that is going to come. Mm-hmm. And then as well as knowing maybe who's signing the contract. So is it going to be the, the couple or is it going to be the parents? Like knowing those details. Mm-hmm. So it's not, you know, an awkward conversation. And I would definitely say my couples nowadays are definitely taking that on themselves versus the, the parents, which I'm sure you guys find similarly. Yeah, we've definitely found that more couples are paying for things themselves and mm-hmm. taking more lead. Um, because in the in the old days before the internet, right? We, you know, uh, the only way to find figure things out was to ask your parents how they did it, right? But nowadays, there's so much information out there that you can you know find somebody's opinion from halfway around the world. Yeah, which isn't always a good thing, but <laughs> sure, uh, sure. you know, most often more experience is better. Um, so now, so so when they get there, they should be ready, prepared for the deposit and signing the contracts. So now, the deposit for you know for your venue and for most venues, mm-hmm. is it a uh, proportion of the total cost or is it a flat fee? Sure, that's that's a good question. Every venue honestly is different. Um, and I would say like my previous venue in California versus and now in Detroit were different. In the Detroit area, it's different as well. So some people do it like a monthly deposit. That's how we do it at the rooster tail, which I think is very helpful. 
and more realistic. Some venues, yeah, isn't that nice? Yeah, that's really So if you're getting married in the peak of wedding season, it's a higher deposit. If you're getting married, you know, in the middle of winter, it's a a lower one. Um, Actually, for us, the deposit stays the same. So uh, let's say your wedding was, you know, 30,000, right? And you put down the $3,000 deposit and you're a year out. So that takes you down to 27,000, divide that by 12 months, and that's your monthly payment. Almost like a car or a house payment. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay, that makes a lot of sense then. Well, that and that I think that's a lot easier than trying to come up with the full right. you know, what, what be $30,000 at the end of the end of the line. Yes, I I think we find that it's helpful and I think the couples find that it's helpful too. Now some venues will do mm-hmm more like 50% do six months out, you know, each one's different. So I think when you're on those venue tours and you are really interested in a venue, don't be afraid to, to ask those money questions. I think, I think people get nervous, but you have to get, you know, that elephant in the room out there and, and talk about it. Yeah. You have to, you have to be able to talk about that. You have to be able to have the money conversation. Yes, the, the elephant, the eight hundred pound gorilla. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but if but that's but that's square one. You yeah. know, if you don't know what your budget is and what you're you're able to pay, and and so as vendors, we're always happy to talk about the money just because we want right. you to be you know the couple to be knowledgeable mm-hmm. and say, oh, you know what? Actually, that's not that's a little outside our price range, or maybe right. there's a lower package that you might want. Yeah. Yes. And the other really cool thing about our industry and, uh, you know, in the beginning, I know I said looking at what season you want is important. But in this industry, as you guys know, there's something called off season. Mm -hmm. So knowing what the off season is and maybe your city and being okay with being in those months might also help you if you do have like that budget constraint. So sometimes going in there to a venue and knowing where your flexibility could possibly be is helpful as well. Yeah, I feel like that's really nice, too, when it comes to kind of what you're saying about the dates, because Mm -hmm. in the off season, you know, I feel like it's a lot easier to find, find all those professionals you're looking for. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, because I'm bored in January. Yeah, I'm bored Uh, in January, too. (laughs) maybe i'll give you a discount because i want to get off the couch (laughs) that's when your instagram game is really stepping up right every day yeah Yeah. we're gonna create a plan for you right now right oh my god right i love it yeah no that's so true but at the same time like i've seen amazing winter wonderland themed weddings right and i think it's it's starting to catch on with great you know photographers where they're capturing those moments and and letting people see the beauty of winter versus what maybe, mm-hmm. you know, especially here in the Midwest, what people think of, of winter time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and you're even a little bit farther north than we are. So yes. we, we are, we're down here in Northwest Ohio, Europe and Detroit, not too much farther, only about hour and a half, but still right. being right on the water. Yeah. You guys, you guys get it sometimes. We, we do. And it's funny though. It's so, I still think it's pretty. And when the mm-hmm. snow is falling and the river is frozen, it's a different look and feel. And for us as a venue, again, we've been here 60 years. So we've, we've learned a couple things along the way. But yeah, uh, that's true. I bet you have. <laughs> just a couple, just a couple. But uh, we in the winter add even more lighting to our venue. So that way it's That's even, a good idea. Right. It's even more to look at. As well as we do yeah. like the holiday decor and we add in all those things that are almost like mm-hmm. free, 
right to your event Mm -hmm. it's kind of like a bonus Mm -hmm. so yeah it's like another extra layer that's cool yeah i'm imagining it being really sparkly yes yes (laughs) yes This is true. This yeah. is true. Now we, um, Lindsay actually recently, was it last, oh my gosh, was it this year, last year? Where? The what? styled shoot. Which one? The one up at Naz Hall. Was that Jan? That was this January, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, because I was super pregnant. Oh yeah, oh. Super, <laughs> yeah, super pregnant. I was like 38 weeks oh, pregnant wow. doing a styled shoot. It was yeah. great. And it was like three degrees outside. It was. But it was oh, stunning. No. Uh, it was one of those winter wonderland shoots and, yeah. and the photos came out so amazing. And the the bride in the shoot had very that very dark hair and the contrast mm, was really, gosh, really yeah. incredible. We had the groom in like a velvet suit. It, yeah. was, it was awesome. So he was the only one who was warm. Yeah, <laughs> he had his beard. He had his velvet suit. I was like, nice. Yeah, he's like Everyone the else was freezing. right. He's like the jokes on you guys. Like I really thought this part of ants and did velvet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can start lumberjacking right there. Oh right. yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Um, well, so I know that you had talked about. So one of the notes that you had put in here that I'm interested in is the the liquor license, and that's sure. most couples are gonna want some yeah. sort of adult beverages at their their reception sure and so that's is that something that they should be thinking about that early in the in the process sure so you know yes and no i think knowing if you want an open bar which is super common now right most of what we do is open bar unless it was any type of like religious reason reason to not have a bar and you know, liquor, beer, wine, but knowing what kind of liquors and beer and wine that you want is also important. So is your crowd going to be like Pinnacle Vodka or are they going to be Grey Goose Vodka? And knowing if you're willing to pay the difference for those those options, um, you know, each venue is different. For us, we have a liquor license, which comes with a lot of insurance and just a lot of extra levels that, that we pay on our end. So it's going to seem like a higher price than if you went to say another venue where you had to get your liquor, your own liquor license and bring in your own liquor. Um, The nice thing about when we do it, even though it might cost more, the, we put the, I'm going to say the stress on us to get the clean glassware and the bartenders and the liquor and everything that you ordered versus if you're bringing that all into your own venue, you kind of have to remember and think through each of those details and just hope that all those vendors do show up. Right. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We had a recent episode where we talked about what's, what's good to DIY and what's not good to DIY. I I don't think we even talked about, yay. I don't think we even talked about uh, bartending. Honestly, no, we we skipped Uh, that, but that's a huge one. Yeah. Some, yeah. Some venues you need to provide people to tend the bar and your own liquor. And, and just like everything else, when we talked about DIYing, when you have a professional do it for you or, you know, a professional organization like yours, you're going to pay more, but it's at the, but the, but you get so much more peace of mind because right. you're just like, let the professional handle it. I don't need to deal with it. It's I off my, think about it. Yeah. Off my plate. Yeah. Right. And, and that can be tremendous. And yeah. honestly, you know, whether you're, if you're, you're a couple going out to buy liquor at retail and then you're going to pour it yourself, you're not saving that much more money. Right. Correct. And I think like I tell people at the end of the day, what's the price on stress? 
Like, what is the dollar amount that you're willing to not be to pay to not be stressed? Because I promise you, there's going to be a thousand other things that you're thinking of. And you don't want to have to remember the straws or the cocktail napkins or the olives or the cherries. Like, let let me do that for you. Um, Yeah, I just think it's easier that way that way yeah absolutely oh man you, you know you talking about the the straws and the cherries and the cocktail <laughs> napkins just made me think of that that um that custom beverage designer at the knot workshop that we met you at yes, yes. <laughs> i want her to come follow me to every event and wouldn't just- that be great yeah yes yeah that was those were pretty fantastic uh and uh, never before in my life have i enjoyed Lacroix. Okay. Uh, personally, it's not my not my thing. Like someone said online, it tastes like a Sprite burp. Oh. But when she poured it, she poured it over the cotton candy, yes. and then there was that that raspberry thing in the bottom. It was incredible. Oh my gosh, yes. So I well, I, I don't have her card. Otherwise, I'd give her a shout out. Uh, yeah, she was she was amazing, and it's funny you bring her up because I think you know the knot workshop was what a few weeks ago at this point, but we're still thinking. <sighs> of like all those fun and cool things that we saw and did. And, you know, it's funny that you bring it up because I think it's the same thing for your wedding day is to have those fun and unique options that people will talk about weeks and months and years later. So it's interesting that you exactly you bring yeah. that up. Yeah. If you create, create something unique and memorable and people yeah. will talk about it forever. I, we did find it, her card, um, fluff pop mod sweets, hot poppin. Her name is Yasmin Tadia. Uh, and at makeyourlifesweeter.com. So shout out to to Yasmin because that was amazing. Oh, and the yes. the the um the cotton candy with the coffee later on yes. the day was amazing too. Yeah. I, so. I loved that. And even that little coffee shop, if you guys remember that, I think it was Cafe Party or Party Cafe. And they had all those different lattes. Did you guys see that there? That cart? No, I missed that. Mm. Yeah, that was amazing. No, I was just going straight for the black coffee over the little Starbucks uh, uh, <laughs> niche uh, niche they had. I was just grabbing black coffee all day. <laughs> I'm boring. That's okay. I mean, I just had I just pump up on sugar. Yeah. Well, there you go. Hey, everybody's got their fuel. Like for me, it's black coffee. For some people, it's sugar. You know, yeah. everybody can do their thing. I'm looking at it on your Instagram right now. Oh yeah, yeah. party cafe. Party cafe. I definitely miss that because I would yeah. have gotten oh, no. the Oreo hot chocolate. Yeah, speaking, like- speaking of your Instagram, if people want to check out your uh, Instagram, it is Nicole Plans Events. So at Nicole, N-I-C-O-L-E, Plans Events. Yes, yes. And which then, is awesome. Thank you. I know it's so fun to be able to like brag about how great all my couples and my clients are and the venue. And I like it to show as well, like the fun and different things we're doing. I don't know if you guys saw that like bacon wall we did and then the pretzel yes the pretzel (laughs) one I was obsessed with I was like please everybody do that because that's just such a good idea Mm -hmm. it is so I love your neon sign the neon sign is adorable too thank you you know where we actually saw the trend was it's so funny how this works right we went to the special event conference in January in New Orleans And there was greenery like everywhere, green walls everywhere. And the neon signs were popping up. And I had a client and we follow each other on Instagram, usually my professional to to their personal. So I can really see into their life and what they like and what they enjoy. And one of my clients was in San Francisco visiting and there was a green wall and a neon sign. I happened to be going back home and I went to the place just because of her Instagram post. And 
I came back. I came back to Michigan. I said, look, it was in New Orleans. It's in California. We have to be the next one to do it. So we had the wall Mm -hmm. custom built. We had the neon sign custom done and people are loving it. Yeah, that's awesome. It's a really unique touch. And it's, I mean, and it's super cute falling in love at the rooster tail. Yeah. Yeah. We Instagrammable. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Well, and it's funny you say that because we do so many proms during prom season here, which is like April, May, June. And we always are looking for fun new things to do because the students really remember it and they come back to us, you know, eight, 10, 12 years later for their wedding. Oh, Yeah. And it's, it's great, right? It's like a, it's like a happy meal at McDonald's. And, um, (laughs) (laughs) I love that so much. When they they come there and nowadays in the generation, they just want to be able to post things, right? They want to hashtag, mm-hmm. they want to mention on Instagram yeah. and Snapchat. So we did the wall. And then the other cool thing we did were floaties. So do you guys remember in the beginning of this year, the like unicorn and the dinosaur dinosaur yeah. floaties? <laughs> yeah. So fun. So we bought a ton of these floaties and during prom season, <laughs> all the students are just on the dance floor, like dancing and throwing the floaties floaties up in the air and it's so fun and it's all over social media so oh that's the best that's awesome yeah Yeah, we're looking at them right now that's (laughs) that's superb like a donut and a dinosaur yeah those are Mm -hmm. great yes wow it's so fun and you remember it forever i mean really yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah cool well, so we're about at a half hour, so I think this is a good place to, to end the first episode, but we're definitely going to have you back, and Yay. we're going to talk about some more tips that you have yeah. for couples and ideas for their for their venue and, and just the planning process. So remember, folks, if you want to look for Nicole online, it's Nicole with no H, uh, Nicole Plans Events on Instagram, and rooster tail detroit on instagram as well yeah just rooster tail on instagram so again rooster like the animal and tail t-a-i-l all one word you know you keep saying rooster like the animal and (laughs) is there any other type of rooster like i'm I'm at a loss here you know that's so funny you bring that up i guess there's not but you know it's like a thing that like rolls (laughs) off my tongue now because when people hear our name rooster tail i always feel like they get you know, it's a little confusing or they're like, did yeah. I hear that right? Like why? You know, when I first heard sure. the name of the venue, I was like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so there's a story behind it with the boats yes. in, the, in the water, yeah. but yeah. it's just, you keep saying rooster like the animal and I just keep thinking, <laughs> am I, is there some part of life that I am deficient in that I don't know what the other rooster is? That's, no, 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 not that rooster, right. the animal. Oh, okay. <laughs> the other one you're not thinking of. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. So folks look for Nicole plans events or the rooster tail uh, and we'll have her back soon. Thank you guys. This has been a pleasure and I'm so glad we met at the knot. So thank you to the knot workshop and uh, yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was awesome to meet you there. You were so much fun. Lindsay and I really enjoyed meeting Nicole at the Knot Workshop in Detroit, and it was so great to catch up with her again during this interview. When she originally sent us her notes for the interview, she sent us about two pages of amazing tips for couples to pick out their venue when planning their wedding. Obviously, we couldn't fit them all in today, so we will have her back again. Because not only is she fun to talk to and cares about her couples, she's also an amazing resource. That's our episode for this week. Thanks for listening. We know that there are a lot of podcasts out there, and we're so glad that you choose to spend your time with us. Next week, we'll be bringing you another wedding horror story, this one from me, about a time when I was officiating a wedding 
and the DJ didn't check to make sure there were fresh batteries in the microphone beforehand. And I'll tell you all the things that can happen when batteries are not included. And remember, we'd love to hear your wedding horror stories as well, so please send those to us at stories at youridocrew.com. This is Atan, owner and chief officiant of Weddings for the Ages. You can find us on The Knot, Wedding Wire, Facebook and Instagram as Weddings for the Ages. And this is Lindsay Roselle with Lucky Bird Photography. You can find me on Wedding Wire, The Knot, and you can also find me on social media using at Lucky Bird Photo. If you liked what you heard today, help us spread the love. Comment, like, rate, and review on iTunes and Google Play, and share on your favorite social media platforms. We love feedback. So if you have any suggestions or if you want to ask us a question, email us at feedback at youridocrew.com. Thanks for listening, and here's to love, laughter, and happily ever after. Cheers. I want to get, I want to get, I want to get married. Music credits are as follows. Song title, I Want to Get Married, by artist D. Cylinders, from the Free Music Archive. Attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 4.0 international.